0: I fear that the injuries his grace suffered during the trampling by the bull elephant were too serious. He is no more. After a moment of stunned silence, and it was a long moment, for the three eldest sons of the Duke of Edencourt were not the quickest of men. One of the younger ones looked to the eldest on his face. You're the duke now, the eldest. But alas, least intelligent of the brothers, drew slowly to his greatest height. "'I am the Duke now. I'll take on the estate and the title, but not until I've avenged my father and destroyed that killer elephant!' He raised his fist into the air. "'That bull elephant must die!' The second eldest brother, only slightly less thick-headed and nearly as drunk, nodded emphatically. A battle to the death! The Kenyan guide, an experienced man of the savannah, moved to divert catastrophe. Your grace, my lords, this elephant is very dangerous. We should flee his territory and take your father's body back. Flee? The third brother who had until now been fostering the glimmerings of a similar thought, raised his hackles at such cowardly phrasing. By God, man, the sons of Edencourt flee nothing! He joined his brothers, raising his rifle high. To the death it is! Alas, and so it was. Back in the grim, death-decorated study of the late Duke of Edencourt, His youngest son fancied that the eyes that surrounded him and the young round-faced solicitor took on a feral gleam of satisfaction. All of them? Graham leaned back in his chair, his father's chair had he but noticed, and ran one hand weakly over his face. But of course, they were indivisible to the end. Good God! Death by self-inflicted stupidity. The man, Mr. Abbott, nodded. Just so. The guide tried to save them, but only he and two of his men escaped with their lives. There was nothing he could have done. Graham waved his hand. He couldn't have stopped them. No one ever has. He shook his head, still too shocked to feel anything like grief. At least he hoped that was the case. He'd never felt close to his father or brothers, for they were another breed of men entirely from him. Alternately ganged up on or ignored when he was young, he'd learned over time that the best way to deal with his family was to avoid them as much as possible. When he'd gained something of a reputation as a lady-killer in adulthood, he'd been offered a grudging sort of respect— for the chest-beaters ever relished a hunt, any hunt. Still, the truce was always wary and short-lived on either side. Your Grace, I must inform you—Graham's world stopped abruptly, then began to spin again with a nauseating new tilt to its axis. Your Grace. He swallowed, but his throat was too dry. Reeling, he staggered to his feet and stumbled across the room where his father's, no, now his, whiskey decanter glimmered like amber salvation. Graham tossed back one for the dry throat and another one to take away the taste of the first one. He poured yet another just to look at. Then he turned back to Abbott. I'm the Duke of Edencourt. Abbott nodded. Yes, Your Grace, you are. Graham moved to reseat himself in his father's chair, then recoiled and found himself one with less weighty history. I'm the Duke of Edencourt, he informed his glass of whisky. Oh, hell, it was already empty. Abbot took it away. Your Grace- Oi, I was drinking that- Abbott threw it across the room where it shattered in the fireplace. Graham blinked, realizing for the first time that Abbott wasn't just...